it inspires you to do a lot of shit that you've been wanting to do, but you haven't had the courage or you haven't had the moment to do it. And now you're like, hey, it's time to do it. It's fucking time to start. Welcome back to another episode of the Sugar Crave Show. Man, this week has been nuts. So many releases, EDC weekend. Um, it's just fucking crazy, dude. Like, I've been watching all the videos of EDC. It just looks insane. Um, the stage just looks crazy visually and, you know, aesthetically. It's just, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm so, so jealous for all the people that are out there, all the DJs and all the homies that are out there. It's, it looks so cool. Jaws brought Snoop Dogg, fucking what? That's like crazy. And so it's, it's amazing, man. I, I never got the chance to go to EDC. Um, I was there for the EDC weekend, uh, in Vegas, I wasn't able to get a ticket, so I just hung out around Vegas, going to the clubs, the day clubs, and that was even insane as well. But I never got a chance to go to EDC, but I always hear great things about it. A lot of people say that it, it takes a lot out of you, especially the first day um, when you're just you're so excited. You're, you know, you get in the speedway and, you know, first of all, it takes you like fucking almost half a day just to get there because of the shuttles. And um, I heard last year the shuttles were pretty tough to get in um, just because of track traffic. And I don't know, it just it seems like they kind of have it figured out now. But I'm not sure. I'm, I've never been there, like what I said before. But it, it just looks cool. I would love to. Not only as a spectator or just, a, you know, just to see, you know, my favorite artist, but as a performer. I think it'd just be exciting just to see that. Um, see thousands and thousands of people in front of you. It's so cool to get that perspective too when you have, when a lot of DJs do their promo. I know a lot of them are the same. They always has like that guy just like, just going, you know, swerving back and forth behind them and they're just like three, two, one. You know what I mean? It's, it's cool, but it's also awesome to see that what they're viewing from the decks because it could be, it looks hectic back there um i've never got a chance to really be behind the stage i've definitely set up many cdjs before and a lot of turntables but it's cool to see how the work how they how it isn't behind the scenes you know you, you know especially you see them like when they see one another for you know especially last year when festivals were going back you know uh, post-pandemic and it just and there's a lot of love around, especially a lot of EDM festivals. It's just a lot of love, you know. The quote, per, you know, plur. But I feel like now you, uh, you know, I've been on Twitter. I'm just reading more and more, and people. There's a lot of good things, but a lot of bad things. Like um, a lot of people saying the VIP section was so congested so you know spending 800 bucks would it be worth it when you know you could just pay you know i don't know what it is now like a hundred something 
for a day or the weekend. Um, but it, it, you get what you pay for, right? Um, but I noticed there's like some festivals that you don't really have to be in the crowd. If you want to dance and you want to shuffle, you can, you know, stand on the side of the stage or even the back. But um, it just depends on your preference. For me, I love to be, if I could be anywhere, I would love to be next to the front of house engineer. That's like the best sounding spot you can be at. Um, that's where they mix. Um, most of the time, you know, they'll, they'll bring out the big boards for like bands, like big bands and stuff like they'll, they'll bring out like the big digital boards, like a SD 16 or sorry, the SD seven. Um, but I don't know with, you know, the EDM world, like with the DJs, I don't know if they need too much, um, too many channels. Um, but I know when it comes to the VJs, they need like so many channels and they have so many like, you know, effects that they need it done. Um, most of the time it is pre-programmed, but it's cool, man. I think it's awesome. Just just going through the, all the comments, it, it seems there's a lot of good things that came out. A lot of people um, coming up um, that have been shining. Um, but yeah, th this weekend has just been a crazy like EDM like craziness. If if that makes sense, it's crazy. It's just like because you have Flume. Flume came out with a brand new album called Palaces, and it's fucking insane. Um, uh, I just love, 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 love his shit. It's it's just fucking great, man. Every time I listen to his albums, you, I don't know. It just the sound designing, his skills as a sound designer is unbelievable. It, he, he 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 does crazy things like. The, uh, my favorite part about Flume's sound is his unsyncopated rhythms, right? It's so, sometimes it's so random and such a, um, like a, like offbeat, you know, feel, but it, it just sounds so good. He like, I feel like he's the only guy that can really do it in such a enjoyable way i don't know i just haven't come across another artist that as you know big as him that has done it successfully and he you know he sticks in his path right he he knows what you know his sound is and he just emphasizes it to a thousand um but palaces i i just love love this album um his previous albums were great as well but i just feel like he's been pushing himself even more when it comes to like sound design and uh, to me i love the portions of some songs that it gets out of his element right so um what i mean by that it kind of it doesn't, it's not, this album's not full, like, it's not, like, it's not fully, you know, it's not a full EDM album, if that makes sense. I don't know. It's just, to me, there's, there's such a character to it, right? It, it, it tells a story. Um, actually, let me fucking bring my notes. I'm, like, rambling over here, like, trying to figure out, like, um, I, I literally just broke down this fucking whole album, and I, I loved it, I was chilling on the couch, just listening to it, just, 
piece by piece. And I don't know. I for for me, I loved. I love his sound design. I love the way he does his hypersaws. He's he's such a. He puts so much energy in his hypersaws, which, you know, people, a lot of people can do that. A lot of producers do that with their hypersaws. But with him, it's like he almost has like a metallic texture to it, right? He has, um, his sound is very metallic, if that makes sense. Like his snares, I forgot what song. I'm trying to see um, which song was it. There's a song that he, like, layered a snare. Okay. It's actually, I can't tell. Um, That track, that's actually by far my favorite track from the album. Because I just loved it. It, it, to me, that that song felt like a flume track. Like, but on steroids. It's just like the drop just hits. And he has a unsyncopated like stutter. The bass is so full and distorted and just groggly. I don't know. It just sounds so fucking massive. And that's why I love, man. I love when, especially a, a track like that, you know, EDM track, it just fucking hits you in the drop that you're just like, fuck. You can't, you just can't wait till you hear it live. It's one of those tracks that you just, you just admire. You know, it's an, it's another track that you put as a reference track just to get inspirations. Because sometimes, like, I don't know if you guys feel like th- this way. Um, when you're f- feeling uninspired and you just feel like you're going in the same hole, you're making the same shit, and you're just like, man, you know, let me listen to something else. Like, sometimes I'll listen to, like, some blues. I'll listen to some, you know, I'll even go crazy and just fucking listen to some uh, avant-garde, you know, just to kind of fucking, I don't know why, but to me it sounds like random shit. I don't know, just fucking people just like slamming shit down, like throwing instruments down the stairs. That's how avant-garde to me sounds like, but don't hate me for that. But um, but sometimes you need to take references to just get inspired, and this definitely is a track that you just reference, just not only as creativeness but um mixing um just outline just kind of see where things will fit perfectly on a track and and it just i don't know i i just really love it and so for instance going back to that metallic sound that his snare on there i think it's like the like the first snare sounds normal and then the second snare on the drop it it has like a metallic layer to it i think that's so fucking dope Uh, there's other producers that do it too but how he did it was so like i don't know it just puts an emphasis on that second snare just like you know it's just like uh like a fucking thor's hammer down like ah just like you just feel it and you you know i don't know i every time i listen to songs like this i just imagine being at a festival and hearing it and just being like fucking just headbanging for it you know just like i don't know you just you vibe off of it and it's so cool because um you can tell his inspirations of this album um with um Sophie passing away you can you can tell that he had you know he put his inspirations 
um, of her on there, and she's amazing too. Check out her shit. They they did a track called Voices together, and that that track is amazing. And they can just you just hear both sounds and um. She was a great sound designer as well. She she has her own style of sound design, which I admire too. Um, and you can tell there's like some some of that in there. Um, and I know they were close, so it's it's really cool. It's 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 actually beautiful about this album that you can you can kind of tell and feel that a little bit of part of her is in there. And it's it's just man, I don't know. It's just it's 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 cool. It, it, it's it's amazing. It's beautiful to, you know, to listen to that and kind of remind you of her, um, you know, uh, in his way that he's, you know, giving her homage to that. And I don't know, it's just, it's beautiful to give back to people that inspire you and you've been friends with. And it's, that's, that's the one thing you guys should do more often. That's, I know we talk about, you know, loving your, you know, keeping in mind of your loved ones and staying close to them, but also with your producer friends or your creative friends, you know, drawing art together, you know, making art with one another. I think that's what's so beautiful about making music is you can make music with anybody, right? Anywhere around the world. And it, I think that's better than making music by yourself, which you can get stuck at in the beginning, but making music for others or with other people and, you know, just having that experience, good or bad, I think it's it's a beautiful thing, you know, and that's why you should never stop. Like, that's what keeps me going too, just because sometimes I'll be in my head with a lot of things about, you know, recording and doing my own stuff and I just get, I get lost. I get, you know, into my head. I'm like, do I, you know, should I keep going? Should I, what's the purpose of this? But you really just have to go back to this, you know, to the standpoint of what made you happy, what made you start this, right? Your curiosity of, you know, music or your love for music or your love for sound design or audio or, you know, playing an instrument. That's the thing that you have to go back. Sometimes you have to remind yourself to go back. Right. Um, and sometimes you just have to do it. You have to do it just to kind of keep you sane, at least. Finding an affordable recording studio to rent is quite difficult now these days. A lot of them are requiring you to pay a minimum of $50 up to $250 an hour. But luckily I came across this great recording studio called Pirate Studios. They have tons of mini studios in one facility. And what's so cool about it, they're all around the world. They have one here in LA, a couple in New York, and quite a bit in Europe. These are great facilities. They have everything that you need microphones, keyboards, monitors, interface. All you need to do is plug in the USB to your laptop and you're ready to go. Luckily, I have a referral code for you guys to use. So if you put promo code RAUL600435, you will get credit and also I will get credit. Once again, this is an amazing studio. I think it'd be great for you guys to check out and let me know what you guys think of your experience at Pirate Studios. But going to that point of just collaborating with other people I think it just makes a better experience and I tend to enjoy it more when I do collab with other people and, and you know you could push one another 
you know, you can learn things with one another and to grow with one another. Um, and I think that's that's the best part. That's the best part to see yourself or your, even your homies. You're like, fuck, man. That, you know, I remember a year ago, you were still trying to fucking figure out how to use a compressor. Now you look at you. You're playing the main stage or you're playing the side card. So just don't fucking just keep going. Just fucking keep going. Don't stop. When it gets hard, just keep going. Double it. Figure your shit out, right? Figure out what you're doing wrong. Ask questions. Ask your fellow producers. Ask your fellow friends, what can I do, right? Because you're not alone. You got to keep going and just do your fucking thing, man. This is, um, I feel like like I'm fucking, uh, what do you call those fucking coaches? Those uh, motivation coaches? I don't know. Those fucking personal coaches. But, you know, uh, for me, I, it's, it's great to talk to young producers and they always tell me about shit that they're doing. And I, I fucking pump them. I'm like, hell yeah, that's fucking sick, dude. Fucking keep doing that. Um, one of my, uh, one of the young producers I was talking to, he was talking about, you know, making music for his mom, right? His mom wanted to do a, a Mother's Day song for, you know, his grandma. And he was telling me how he recorded. He recorded with, uh, you know, SM58, with In the Bathroom, with, you know, with, uh, like, I think moving pads to, you know, isolate. And I was like, fuck yeah, that's so sick. That's a creative. It's like, you know what I mean? I love that shit. I think it's so fucking awesome when people do that because it shows you the love that they have into it. And it, you know what? That fucking drives me. So fuck yeah. Like, let me know what you guys are doing in the fucking comments. <laughs> let me know what you guys are doing. If you guys are doing fucking recording in the bathroom or, you know what I mean? Or even painting art. I love that shit. Um, it's, it's so fucking, it's so great. I just love that shit. I love art. Art's fucking fantastic. So let's get back to this fucking album, Palaces. Shout out to Flume. Fucking the OG motherfucker. He's great, dude. Fucking love his shit. Oh, dude. Okay. I got to talk about this one track called Get You. Get You. Holy. Okay. I love I Can't Tell, but my second, second closest one would be Get You, dude. Get You. Fucking nasty. Nasty. Dude, that fucking. The bass. Oh, my. Dude. Come on now. Come on now, dude. That fucking. If you want to study sound design, that's the track. That's the fucking track to study. Marry it. Fuck it. It's just that's the thing you got to understand is that fucking track get you is nasty. The the bass design, I, I had to rewind it several times to just understand what the fuck's going on with this track. It's just nasty randomness. I love it. I fucking love it. I love the going back to the choppy, the, the, his, his stutter. It's so cool when he goes like da 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 da. Like it's, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I can't compute what is going on with that track with my mouth. I wish I could. I wish I could sound like a fucking exactly how it sounded. But go check it out. It's, it's awesome. It's one of those tracks that you just study and study and study and study and study and just try to figure out how you can compute and how you can even sound like figure out the sound design so if anybody makes a video of that let me know because i want to check that shit out if someone can recreate that i know um excellent sound the homies over there they they do a lot of remake 
of uh, serum patches over there. Um, and uh, if you guys are watching or listening, please do it. Danny and Parker, shout out. Actually, I used to intern over there back in the day, way, way back in the day. Um, but those guys are really, really great. They have um, great, great YouTube videos of all these synths and um, great guys. But going back um, about this album, um, another thing I liked was there was a portion, um, Jasper's song. What a beautiful track that is. Um, how natural feels. It's not, you know, it felt felt like it was getting played by a real piano. And um, what was cool about it, he like detuned it, like almost kind of like a tape effect, kind of like detuner. I don't know what that fucking is. It's just like, it, it almost sounds like an RC20 detuner. Um, uh, it, I don't know. It just sounds so... It sounds beautiful. It sounds clean. It sounds great. Um, I love that. I thought that was really cool to to add that. Um, I know a lot of people in um, lo-fi beats, lo-fi producers, they use that for pianos to kind of, you know, give it like that wanky kind of feel. But um, I think it was really enjoyable how he did it. And um, yeah, I think he, what was so cool about this album is that there are so many different elements of different genres in here. Like, the main, you know, nitty-gritty of it is, like, you know, um, you know, electronic dance. But with the track Hollow, you can... F- I, to me, it felt like an Afrobeat kind of beat, you know. You know what I mean? It, to me, it had an Afrobeat beat, and I was like fucking dancing with it and i i fucking vibe with that i love to me i love afrobeat i love the feel of it you dude um that i i get inspired by that rhythm like you know a lot of like reggaeton beats came from you know the african kind of uh music you know the afro you know afro beat um mubatone kind of you know mubatone's like the electronic version of reggaeton but you can to me a lot of a lot of like latin sound comes from african inspired music right um which you you have to have to study a lot. You can't. To me, it's funny when people make um, reggaeton beats, not knowing that those beats or those that rhythm style came from you know African tribes, African a lot of African music. And so um, I love studying that sh- the stuff. And it's awesome that he put he implemented that in his album too, which is cool. Um, I don't know. To, to me, overall, man, I just think it was it was such a true Flume album, but he added tons of shit, right? He added tons of new stuff, new feels. Um, I loved the ambience he used. It sounded like he like recorded some like you know, some shit that was in his backyard and, and put in his album and, or his songs. And that, that's, that's fucking sick. That's like, the, it's like, 
it's inspiring, right? It makes me want to start fucking, you know, buying a field recording, going out and, you know, recording stuff like that. Um, I've been wanting to do that too. And so listening to that reminds me to start doing it. Why not do that? So it's like, that's what's so great about listening to an album like this. It inspires you to do a lot of shit that you've been wanting to do, but you haven't had the courage or you haven't had the moment to do it. And now you're like, hey, it's time to do it. It's fucking time to start that. Time to buy that field record. Time to buy that microphone that you've been always wanting to buy. Fucking do what you have to do to create, right? Sometimes you don't even need to buy that field recorder. Sometimes like you can just grab your phone and fucking record. And that's the thing is like we get scared a lot sometimes. Um, listening to this album can make you scared. Like I was scared too. I was like, fuck man, maybe I should fucking sell my MacBook and call it quits after this. But it, it shouldn't. It shouldn't It shouldn't make you. It should actually inspire you when you listen to music like this. And so... A shout out to fucking Flume for making me inspired by this shit, dude. It just, it's great, man. I love seeing artists like that creating styles like that or continuing making styles like that and making it still grow with them. And, you know, you see them not only grow as a human being, you grow as a, as a producer, as a character, as a person, as a, you know, as a mother, as a father, you know, it's just like, it's just, it's great to follow an artist and see that stuff. So I don't know, guys, that's pretty much my wrap up for the palaces. I, I can go more. I can do, you know, I might... See, it's funny because I'm, I'm talking to you guys right now, as, you know, from here. And I've been wanting to do like a live stream and getting everybody together and just fucking chopping it up about this. Just like not even this album, just music in general. I love listening to fucking music. Just even outside the dance world. I, I love listening to new pop, new country, new blues, new, you know, new anything. Right. Anything that's it's interesting. Um, and it's different. I love different stuff too. I love when people push the limit and just see people's reactions. Right. And so, um, but yeah, that, I think that, that, that will inspire you to make that new project, to go start that new painting, to, to go, you know, start, you know, a, a meetup group, you know what I mean? Like find ways to inspire yourself especially around yourself with your people around you who you, you know, talk to who you're with, you know, your spouse even too. Um, so it, that's really important. And I think that the lately I've just been inspired. Um, I've been, I don't know. Sometimes you go like on TikTok. I don't know. I don't know if this comes up with you guys run through this issue like sometimes when I'm on TikTok I'll have a couple good videos and then there'll be one sad video oh so sad it'll be about like you know it'll, it'll have a happy song and it's two couples right and they're just eating they're having fun all of a sudden it shows a funeral you're like oh my god you're like fuck you're trying to hold back your tears and or it's a dog video you're trying to hold back your tears it's just like that like ah oh man I had I I don't know why, but 
lately TikTok's been inspiring me to get like, you know, start doing this, start doing more podcasts, start, you know, interviewing more people, start releasing music. Actually, recently I've been starting to do reels, putting out my music on reels and one of them fucking hit like 14K and that, that was one of the songs that I was afraid to. I had in my fucking folder for months and months and months. Um, and I was afraid to share it. I was afraid to um, hear, let people hear it. I don't know why, but I was just like, I was like, it's not ready. It's not ready. And, you know, it's still not ready. It, there's no official release. There's no official vocals on it. And sure enough, I, I, I released it. And I was like, here, this is something new, something, a demo that I'm working on. And boom, all these replies of, man, this sounds cool. When is it coming out? I'm like, oh, I'm still working on it. And I haven't even touched it really, but it's, it's amazing to see that reaction, knowing that I was hiding it. I was afraid of the opposite reaction, right? Which there is going to be that reaction. I'm not, um, I'm not too worried about that, but, but it, it was, it was funny cause I was holding it back thinking that I was not going to get the right reaction, but it, it was the totally opposite. So now I've been just relentless of just like, you know what, let me show you guys what I'm working on. Or, you know, here's w- something that I have, but I haven't finished. What do you guys think? Um, and that inspired me just by li- watching those videos. And so that's what I'm saying. Like little things like that can inspire you. Listening to this album can inspire you, you know, watching a movie, talking to somebody can inspire you. So, Fucking get inspired and just fucking keep going. That's all I'm going to say. That's it. No mas. That's it, guys. That's the end of the podcast. I just want to say thank you so much for the support. Appreciate everything you guys do for me. Um, make sure you sign up for Patreon. Um, it's only a dollar. I'm not trying to fucking break the bank for you guys. It just helps me kind of keep this going and trying to, um, you know, feed the puppy. Not the puppy babe's like six years old now but you get it um but i pre if you don't don't worry about it i appreciate you guys just supporting listening to music watching this and uh showing me love so thank you guys so much and um i'll see you guys in the next one <laughs>